Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Photography Hustle, the show where we interview entrepreneurs who start photography as a hobby and now focus on it as their main bread. I'm your host, Lucy Vera, and today I have a special treat for you guys. I kind of begged another photographer out here. I'm just kidding. I reached out to her, and uh, she was uh, gracious enough to uh, give some words of wisdom, and I was like, please, 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 uh, no one's emailing me. And she's like, yeah, sure thing. I'll do anything for you, buddy. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. So guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you guys haven't by now, uh, don't have my email. It's riveral808 at gmail.com, R-I-V-E-R-A-L-808 at gmail.com. So let's talk photography, uh, whether it's a success story, horror story, you name it. You know, uh, if you want to interview, let me know and I we can set something up. So guys, Thanks for listening. And here's the conversation right now coming to you live. So this is Luis Rivera and I have here on the line, Tiffany Tisdale, Lime Tree Photography. How you doing, Tiffany? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh man, couldn't be better. I'm so excited because you definitely, I was trying to get someone on this podcast and no one wanted to get in like not even an email. And I was just like, man, that kind of bums me out a little bit. But Nobody I, wanted to be on the podcast? No, nobody wanted to be on the podcast. I'm so. like stoked. I'm like giddy <laughs> excited about it. Well, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being my first. You're so welcome. So, but with that being said, Tiffany, please tell me a little bit about yourself. I know who you are, but tell the <laughs> audience who you are. Okay, this is always like, I always think of like that first day in class and you gotta like explain yourself in one sentence. Right. You knowing me, I don't think I can be summed up in one sentence. <laughs> but, uh, my name's Tiffany Tisdell. I happen to be the wife of, uh, the fabulous Louis Rivera's good friend, Mark. That's how him and I met, but I, um, yes. <laughs> I am a part-time, um, technology specialist for Subaru and part-time photographer under the moniker lime tree i have nice. three kids okay okay <laughs> so i really don't know where i squeeze in time to breathe but we manage oh man you're doing more than me i'll tell you that much <laughs> no that's awesome that's that's freaking awesome i think we can all definitely relate to the fact that you know full-time photography is it's a hard thing like you just got so much to do you know and, and you know family to raise and all that it's just whew. Oh, my hat's to you, seriously. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I said, um, I don't know if it's like a giveaway too early here, but there's there's things in the works. I'm hoping, I'm setting goals right now to become a full-time photographer and hopefully eliminate one of the many hats <laughs> that oh, I wear. Man. So, Amen it's to in that. the goals. It's in the goals. <laughs> but, uh, Tiffany, how long have you been a photographer, though? So, we're, I would say probably 11 years. Holy I mean, smokes. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't feel like I've been doing it that long because there's no, like, harsh start date. Right. And, like, obviously there's no end date, but there's no harsh start date. It's like I picked up a, a point-and-shoot camera, and I was starting to take, like, really, I, like, loved the macro setting and was playing with that. But if we want to get technical, I bought my first DSLR. And by uh, me, I mean we, because I tricked my mom into helping me buy it because I told her it was required for a class. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, that in 20, uh, 2010 so we'll say 11 years as a professional photographer it's like mom I really need this my class is asking me for it 
I prefer. I totally did. Oh man, <laughs> that's of those kids were shooting with a point and shoot, and I was like, no, but I really need it. it's it's required. It's in the paper. I lost the paper. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I wish I could have tricked my mom into that. <laughs> I think she. I think she knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, hey, like I said, I'm glad you got it, and you know, so this is something you want to do as a kid, or is just kind of like you know. Your, your teenage years or you just recently or um well clearly not recently since i've been doing it a decade but right um, right of course so as like a kid kid i knew i mean my dream was i wanted to be an artist and my family was like okay like everybody knows what the term starving artist is so as adults they're like yeah that's great you can paint but what do you want to do for a job right <laughs> so, Right. Not that they were, like, dousing the flame, but, like, hey, get serious. You have to make money. And you know what? They're right. Art is super, super hard to find, like, a livable income on. I mean, you got to – it just hasn't really worked out in my favor. Let's just put it that way. Look, so, you know, um, that's so funny that you said that because that hits home because I literally – I was just about to say the same story. Like, <laughs> I, I wanted to be a cartoonist. Um, ah as a kid myself and you know and of course while I was still playing with photography as a kid myself you know with that too um my mom's like oh how many artists do you know make a lot of money and this and this and that and and she was like listen who are you gonna work for Disney and I was like yeah. uh yes <laughs> <laughs> right like it's that easy and then you find out at like a certain age that they require so many school hours and you basically have to have a doctorate in cartooning and if you know an artist Oh my god. Academics is not our strong suit. So Oh man. <laughs> At least not in my my case. Um, so I'd say to really answer I think my when I decided I wanted to be a photographer, kind of switched over in college because I was starting to I was trying to be a graphic artist, but um, realizing that I couldn't make ends meet as a graphic artist in Delaware. Um, if you move to like Philly or New York, that's one thing, but I kind of like my roots here. Right. So, right. So around high school, I was doing a lot of graphic arts and realized, you know, what more mature graphic arts, instead of being all vector, has a lot of pictures in it because it, it kind of drives it the ad home and it makes it very familiar to people. So I'm cheap and I don't like to pay for <laughs> stock photos, so I started taking them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually answered my next question too, uh, which was like, why did you choose to uh, pursue, you know, the photography you know career and you just said it right there that's awesome i mean well, that's why i thought i chose it <laughs> <laughs> after a while i realized that i loved photos more than i liked the design i Man. mean i still love the design as we have um lime trees a kind of small portion of design as well but um i think i enjoy the people aspect a lot more well you know what uh speaking about aspect like I don't know if this is just, you know, certain TVs, but, like, you know when you don't use a TV and just leave it on? It kind of goes, like, into, like, a screensaver mode. Mm -hmm. And usually, like, you see photos of, like, landscapes, like, people and, like, different types of things, just random things. And I'm like, man, I can do that. You know, I can definitely take yeah. a photo like that. Isn't that incredible? What's that now? I said, isn't that incredible? Like, yes. Yes, like, absolutely. I screensaver. Now we're looking at it, like, what angle do we have to be at and what shutter speed and, yeah. oh, we definitely need a tripod for that exactly exactly <laughs> i definitely love that um, but yeah i mean it's just it's just amazing how we just 
you know, definitely try to pursue the career. I got made fun of as a kid because I had one of them little Kodak disposables and I would use those all the time. And then like, you know, of course you go to like to a local Walgreens or something like that and get them developed. And then you find out like half of the shots were like not even in in focus or just like you have a photo of an arm and you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't remember taking that photo, but, and then, you like brought that up and uh, hold on, I'll get to it. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but it's just like it's funny because like I I got I was made fun of a lot for using I had a little Sony CyberShot and me and my friends like we would do like little videos and this is before YouTube even existed. Um, oh yeah. You know we had dial up internet and stuff like that. And we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a video and we're gonna like fight scene and all this stuff. And then, like, take pictures, like, we were fighting hardcore. Again, real back to the geeky side, but anyways. Um, and one of my buddies, he had a DSLR himself. And forget it, I was hooked. I wanted a DSLR so bad. It's that snap, isn't it? Oh, man, I just... It's the click. <laughs> and, man, I tell you, I was just... After that, I'm like, I know what I want to do. You know, I... Uh-huh. I put everything to the side. I'm like, screw cartoon, you know. Like, even though I still did a little cartoon on the side and stuff like that, um, I was just like, I want, I need a camera in my hands ASAP. And yes. truly enough, I did it while I was in the military, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, they got my little story now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's funny because mine goes back so much farther, but I think, like, little hints in my life, like, because I. I believe the whole, like, we have, like, a destiny plan kind of thing. But, um, yeah, of course. little nods through my life that I never picked up on. Like, my grandfather showing me his 8mm projector when I was Whoa. about 17. Oh, if, Lewis, if you would see this thing, you would go nuts. It's just beautiful. It's old. And then he died about four years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think five now. Well, oh, thank you. But, um. So when we were cleaning out the stuff and divvying up who gets what, um, my uncle happened to inherit the projector. And I, he doesn't know like how much it meant to me. or I don't think I even told my pop-up how much it meant to me. We watched um, the film version of Steamboat Willie on it. Oh, wow. Um, goosebumps. But as soon as we got into the stuff, I said, hey, I know what that is. And nobody else knows what this thing is, surprisingly. And uh, <laughs> that's a, it's an 8-millimeter projector. And they're like... <laughs> what that (laughs) is too cool that is definitely too cool i was the only one who knew how to put it together and i somehow remembered this from years earlier and they found a whole bunch of the eight millimeters and we were shoving it through the camera and it was displaying it on my uncle's like white wall in his basement and we were you know taking cell phone pictures of these eight millimeter pictures but it was it's like full circle it's just like these have preserved time like my my uh, aunt, who's probably in her 60s at this point, her baby photos were on there, photos from him when he wow. went to um, Japan because he was in World War II. Um, I inherited two vintage cameras. That is too cool. <laughs> I- I'm so jealous right now. You're going to have to teach me how to use them because you're my gear guy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, trust me, I, we'll dust that baby off and we'll definitely go shoot somewhere. I got about three of them to choose from. <laughs> nice, nice. I love that. <laughs> um, so I guess I guess my next question would be like, what inspired you your interest in photography? I mean, I guess is that a question? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's kind of all of them. It's like, it's always been there. Um, the full circle for me was just in college. Um, like I said, there's a little bit, little nods. I've used it here and there. I've tampered with it. Right. Then college hit. I was 20. Um, oh, yeah, I was 20 years old and I needed an extra class and I had like an option of two. Um, I forget what the word is. No, explore sort? No. It, I search know, like, curricular? No, like one that's for, like you have to get the points, but it's like you can pick kind of whatever. It's like a fluff class, if you will. So I went, was like, okay, well, I'll do the photography because it will, again, mature my, my designs. Okay. So I uh, took the class, uh, called my mom into helping me buy a camera. I did pay half of it. But uh, once I started, like, actually doing it and taking pictures, um, I was, like, loving the pictures. And I was like, okay, so I've never just picked up something and been this, you know, without sounding cocky, kind of naturally good at it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, hey, own it. If you have it, own it. Yeah. So uh, I got really into the, you know, Lightroom, well, my first Photoshop. And just like I taught you, as I showed you that one time, you could pick, open up one photo at a time and spend 20 minutes, or you can rattle through it in Lightroom. Man, Lightroom let me tell is. you, I, I do use that from time to time, but see, I'm more of a Photoshop guy myself. Still? Yeah, I am, just because I I love the details. You know, the details is what gets me, and I think that's what drives me every time. Like, And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, if I, if I have a lot of photos of the same thing, for example, I just shot... Uh, this weekend, I shot a, a military event, uh, okay. and I used Lightroom, just like how you taught me. I was like, yeah. you know what? Man, if it wasn't for Tiffany, I probably would have yeah. not been going through one for one for one for Eight, one for six one. Six years to get through a wedding. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I shot over like 2,000 shots just because there's so much to do in two days. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm about to re-download Photoshop because I'm thinking like that really special, like that kiss picture at the wedding like that when I have to pull over to Photoshop, add some like orange glow to it behind the sunset, you know, nothing too artificial, but there right. are some of them that you really got to get into and really make nice. So and speaking about gorgeous. that, <laughs> do you know, and not to go like off course here, but I said this on my last episode of uh, on the podcast that there is way that you can put artificial lighting now. You can move like body parts, like, you know, like if the cheek was, you know, doing something weird, I guess your eyes were like rolling somewhere else. You can make <laughs> the eyes look a certain way. Like, oh, it's bizarre. Like, it's a game yeah. changer. And I'm like, yeah. holy smokes. Yeah, you, you, if you really take the time and, and really have the time to devote to it, like I said, I've used it more for design type stuff. Like, my, um, I, I used to be able to do like a lot of manipulation, a lot. And it's just, if you're willing to, take the time on it and uh sometimes you are sometimes there's things that you will but i I mean i'm not gonna do it too i mean with the cameras we have we can shoot like six photos in a row super quick so like likely their eyeball went back to the right spot (laughs) and i don't have to manipulate it because that would like seriously hang up my workflow but it's definitely possible well like I said, it's, it's a big game changer. And okay. if you do download it, you will not regret it. I promise you. Is it Photoshop? Yeah. We're talking? It's Photoshop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely am going to get back into it. So, and, and I guess it goes to my next question is, uh, what is your favorite subject to shoot and why? Okay. This one is. Oh, this is going to be good. I can, <laughs> I can feel it. 
Well, I can't mention my favorite without mentioning my runner-ups, if that's okay. 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 So, in not in any particular order. I think we're tied between Boudoir and Wedding for my, like, runner-up. Wedding, who doesn't love, you know, the love and everything. Um, when I shoot weddings, and you know this, um, I have forced my husband to do weddings with me. <laughs> I don't charge nearly enough. <laughs> and... Um, I'm kind oh, of working man. through it. I'm kind of getting better at it, but to keep my cost down, I was like, listen, you're going to be my second shooter. I know that I will get everything, but in, like, the rare occurrence, which nightmare has happened, where a camera has crapped out at me, I'm the sole shooter, and I just missed the garter toss or the cake cutting or whatever. Right, right. So I would have, have him come with me. He shoots with my old um, D3000. And he always steals my daggone prime lens because he loves it. And I think he secretly <laughs> loves being a photographer, too. He, just, he doesn't know it yet. Huh? <laughs> he, oh, he does. So I started him off in P mode. And his job is to shoot in the perspective of the men. And my job is to shoot in the perspective of the women so that we get both angles. Right, of course. Um, and we stay opposite. So we have like a game plan. But um, he started off in P mode. And now he shoots in full manual. And no way. Not, yeah, I'll have rooting for him. I like cheering him on, like, look at him grow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of my favorite parts of doing that with him is during the ceremony, even though we're working, like, we'll catch each other occasionally. Total sap here. But we'll catch each other occasionally and, like, hear what, like, the pastor or whatever is saying. And it's like we're getting married all over again. <laughs> oh, man. that Yeah. I mean, it's, seriously, every time you go to a wedding, you just, like, you feel those moments, you know? Like, yeah. And sometimes, like, I forget that I'm shooting. I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm on the job. What am I doing? Wipe a tear. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, crap, I got to shoot this. But but no, absolutely. And Tiffany, don't feel ashamed because I'm going to tell you right now, I still do that. Like, I still Mm -hmm. undercharge everything. Like, there could be like, oh, what? I know a lot of other photographers as well that they're like, well, I charge this much. I'm like, how can you charge that much when I can only charge this? Yeah. (laughs) And, and then, it's because, you know, but I, of course, I'm help everybody. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's and I think that's where, you know, you and me have like that that same, you know, goal driven where, you know, we still want to shoot. And, and that's I mean, give us a camera and we'll shoot anything, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the runner ups, the, you know, money. <laughs> what's that? I said I want to shoot more than I want to make money. Oh, man, that's <laughs> that's the dream right there. That's it. So, yeah, Wedding's the one runner-up. Um, then, of course, we have to talk about Boudoir, because if you are familiar with Lime Tree, there's a lot of that. I just did a massive marathon last Sunday, and um, we had about 11 girls come through. I just rent a room out for the day, and wow. they cycle through. Wow. It was really successful. It's the first time I've run this by myself. And by by myself, I still have a makeup artist, and I I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous because that's the <laughs> one subject I have not gotten into. I've done everything else, literally everything else except for boudoir. And it's I, hard as a guy. It yeah, really absolutely, absolutely, it really no. is. But you know what? Like I said, that's awesome. That's seriously awesome. Eleven girls. I mean, mm-hmm. if I can have that clapping button, you know, whatever, like <laughs> I would put that in the podcast. But so far, I don't. So. I'm still learning. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we did that. I think my favorite part of that is, um, and this will probably come up further in the podcast, but I grew up with a very low self-esteem, very low confidence, not just physically, just in almost everything I did. 
Um, so the boudoir hits kind of a soft spot with me. I really, really enjoy the girl that comes in that is like, like, I don't know why I signed up for this. I'm half naked. Like, I know I got this, you know, baby pouch from having kids and my, you know, I got cellulite and all that. And they come in like super, super nervous. The first three shots, like you can just read it all over them. And by the time we're done the session, and when I tell you I can get them done in like under 30 minutes, I, I offer a 30 minute session, but we end up with way too many photos. So sometimes wow. it's only like 15 minutes. And by the end, A, they're my best friend. <laughs> and, <laughs> and B, they like love, they are feeling themselves. They're like, yeah, I got it. I had no idea. This was so much fun. I'm going to hey. shoot it. I'm going to do another one later, you know, down the road. That's, I mean, do you, so you just do only like females or do you do couples or like how, how does that work? I did my first couples this past weekend. I cannot wait to edit it. They were so spicy. I was like, I'm going to have to put an X rating on this. No way. <laughs> no, it was so good. And nothing is X rated. I don't, I don't shoot porn. I shoot boudoir. So it's very like of course. honed in on the details. Like they have the fake eyelashes. So I love to like hone in on the eyelashes and then like the cleavage and everything is blurred in the background with the um, depth of field so that way it's like suggestive but it's not so straightforward so it's actually kind of challenging doing a couple's boudoir to like it's not challenging but like you got to keep in mind like you got to keep it very kind of subliminal yeah you do well. it makes you it do. more fun kind of more playful but and I'm assuming it's, it says a, like a nice romantic story, you know, without having to kind of say like, oh, well, this is the story of, you know, such and such and yada, 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 you know, like it probably just shows in the picture. Like if I had this, you know, if this was in a podcast, I'd be like, list. this is the like the list of like stuff right here in the photos and, you know, show every the audience. But pretty soon, hopefully, you know, you'll get to post it so everybody can see yeah. and, you know, even myself, I can't <laughs> wait to see that coming soon at least right, before exactly. Christmas because I got to make sure they're out before Christmas everybody does both doors for Christmas presents ah <laughs> that's ah, that's a good one that's a really good one um, so the big one my big favorite which might be a, surpri- a, a surprise to some people because I've only done one is birth photography oh man I've done I birth photography as well have you yes yes I have I love it so like call me a crazy person but I first off I feel like when I'm there that it is it's like a football game and I'm cheering on my team like (laughs) (laughs) even though that's like I'm not a support person that's not my job my job is just to quietly capture and I do stay very like I purposefully will wear all black I know people can still see me but it's kind of this of you know the parades where the people carrying the floats are wearing black so they're not as standout-ish okay so I'll purposely do that so that I kind of, you know, I don't stand out or bright colors or distracting anything. But um, the reason I like birth photography so much um, is when I was pregnant with Noah. So again, we said I have three kids. I carried two of them. Um, as any woman, I was absolutely terrified of the pain that I was going to endure because, like, that's scary. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine that feeling, but uh, yeah. it seems well, scary already. <laughs> but, um, so, and I have, of course, as anxious as they come. So I got into, and I don't even know, how, I don't even think I searched it. It had to be totally by accident. I ended up stumbling on Instagram upon birth photography. 
and just looking at the, I mean, obviously the women's faces are pained, but like, as you look at all of the pictures and you see like the journey and stuff, it's like, that is a, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's, it's, it was magical. Woman. Like, that yeah. is that, get it girl. Like she is a, like, she's awesome. She's a powerhouse. And then like, it kind of flipped my confidence around and I was like, I'm going to be a powerhouse. Yeah. I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like, let's easy. do this. I can, I can do that. That's Sign easy. me up. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and seeing the journey, so like I said, it helped me through my pregnancy, but then also to look back, I mean, everybody has a birth story. They're all awesome. There's no boring. Yeah. I went to the hospital, had a kid, went home. Like, none of them go that way. It's like something crazy. 24-hour labor, ended up in C-section, whatever the case may be, but I get to capture that whole story, so you're not just telling it, but you can relive it and go back. <laughs> Reliving it is way better than going through it the first time, by the way. Oh, um, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to look back and like, yeah, I did that. I'm cool. <laughs> so that has to be my favorite. I'm hoping to get more in the future. It's just hard to find the woman that's like, volunteering me to take a picture of something so personal and so scary especially if they're like first time moms okay and I was going to ask you like um, is so you said you stumbled upon the you know the Instagram but now were you searching before like were you just um, trying to how, how can I say this like like did you want it to become you know like you know kind of like what you do with your weddings and good war like did you want it to become that like a thing or it's just no I had no dreams of being a birth photographer at all. Like I said, I was, I was terrified. I was not in any way like, I mean, I wanted kids, but like the whole, before you have kids, the whole idea of birth is obviously completely disturbing until you have one and then it's like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole world perspective right there. (laughs) Your whole world perspective changes. Like anybody who's listening to this who doesn't have kids yet might be like, ooh. (laughs) He's like, never mind. All right, let me turn off this podcast right now. Next. No, stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I was looking for. I probably was searching for like red, like registry, like registry items or something. Or I was looking up, you know, different options of births because I was terrified. So I was probably looking up like hypnobirth and then stumbled upon all the pictures. Because by the way, the hypnobirth stuff always has like the coolest pictures. They're like in this like jacuzzi <laughs> of oh, love. Huh. <laughs> I think, I don't know if, I I think it was your page I saw some of that. No, the one I did was at Christiana Care, and it was just normal hospital birth, normal, oh. like, but just run-of-the-mill. Oh. <laughs> hey, I mean, like I said, it still came out awesome, though. I did see some of that on uh, the social media, like, on, I think, I believe it was Facebook where I saw it. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty, and like, it's, it's very powerful. It's that very is, powerful. Yes, it is. It's life-altering. I mean, having a yes, kid is life-altering. It <laughs> so. is. It really is. And I, I feel like a, a lot of people, you know, when they witness that, it's it's a whole game changer. It's like, and I, I know I keep using the word game changer, but it really is. Like it really changes your perspective on everything. And, oh, definitely. And, and the photos capturing that, like, you, I feel like you can relive that. Like, just, and I'm pretty sure that that couple will relive that for the rest of their lives because you <laughs> took that, their awesome moments and you made it happen for them so that's that's awesome once yeah, again hats off to you thank you <laughs> um so to keep moving forward um i just wanted to ask you like i i feel like you answered this question as well but i'm gonna ask it anyways i don't know if 
maybe we can just touch up a little bit about upon it uh like what about the struggles that you went through to make it as where you are today as a photographer like and i feel like you kind of touched up on a, on a little bit mm-hmm. but maybe do you want to like skip that one or you want to just no. okay no, this, one's, this one's big to me i think i can sit on it but i didn't give it because i knew that um if it came back up that I, I would want to actually take the time to discuss it. So, okay. um, my struggles as a photographer has always been, um, like I said, I grew up kind of a, a self esteem problem. You know, I went to, uh, Catholic school, but I also had learning disabilities where it wasn't really well handled there, which not blaming them, but it did spawn in me quite a bit of confidence issues. I didn't think I could accomplish anything by myself. Hmm. Unless I had a support or a help, I didn't think I was capable of any of it. Um, and then starting to do photography and starting to do art, like, hey, I can do that, but can I Can I run? The, I never thought I could run the business. I thought, you know, you go get your, your education, you find the best job you can, and you climb the corporate ladder. Your focus right, is healthcare and retirement plans and all that jazz. Um I felt like, you know, I can do the photos, but I need somebody to handle the money. I can't count, you know, or I need somebody to do this. I can't do that. Right. Um, And, you know, and honestly, like, and not to cut you off, but um, I I feel like with your uh, your groups that that you have, you know, for photographers out there, I feel like that's one of the strongest groups I've ever seen. Like, you know, there's a lot of out there, but I feel like. Once I see your posts, like you ask questions that you may not know, and even me, like I I know a lot, and I went through school for all this and stuff, and I still don't know a lot of things. You know, I'm still blown away with some of the questions. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, what is that? You know, what is the answer to that? And then, like you'll see some people like that may know it, and then you're just like, oh, okay, cool. That's that's good to know. I didn't know that, but like I feel like you're constantly like always trying to update with the times. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I would say I'm like totally the opposite. I'm glad you see that because I mean my, so aside from the mental health thing, my other thing is gear has always been my challenge. And oh. that, I'm like, <laughs> I get really attached to one mount and one lens. I've been shooting now with the D300S and my 35 millimeter prime. And it's like, I like you can't feel it from my clutches. I'm so scared I'm going to get into a new camera or a new lens. Oh my gosh. Go out there on that wedding and then it's going to crap out and I'm not going to know how to troubleshoot or what to do. That's everybody's <laughs> fear though. Honestly, I have to say that's everybody's fear. Yeah, me too. Like, so, I mean, I try to stay up on the times as far as, um, I guess style and like the editing and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm telling myself probably the, the new self talk lately has been, you got it. You just need to go ahead and get over your gear fear and go go for it. No, well, actually, as a matter of fact, now that you said that, uh, I did a Ron's Evans photography. I went as a second shooter, and um, you know, great great guy. You know, he's really laid back. He's really like, you know, hey, um, if you can do this, you know, whatever, I'll do this, and we, you know, we tag team, you know, and then all of a sudden, I did an update on my mirrorless camera, and I don't know what it was, but I it stopped focusing on me and oh my goodness talk about a nightmare i was like uh uh." so i put on auto mode it was like it would focus sometimes yeah and i had to i had to put the mirrorless away and i had to use my uh i had to use the nikon d750 another full frame camera and that you know saved my butt but if it wasn't for that 
Yeah. You know, like I said, like you mentioned, you know, that nightmare scenario, you know. <laughs> it, can't, it never happens when you're, like, goofing off in your back. Yeah, it never does. Never does, thing. does it? No. It's that one minute, like, it's that high-dollar job. You actually charge enough for this wedding, and then your camera craps out. And you're like, oh. <laughs> but why? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sad but true. Very it, sad it but is. true. But, yeah, so... That was pretty much my my struggles was, you know, doing this. And I think it was going through the life that I went through and then finding Mark and then having kids. And now I'm at a point at my life where it's like, it's not can I do it? I'm going to find a way to do it. And there's resources out there. But hey, that's a great attitude. I love that attitude. Yeah, I'm the special ed kid that's running her own business. I've got eight customers on the docket, which. Might sound small to some people, but that's the most I've ever had, like, inbound at one time. And I'm, you know, handling my own contracts. I'm handling my own money. I'm, you know, budgeting for what the next piece of equipment is. I'm sitting here doing all the things that, as a kid, I had, you know, teachers telling me that I couldn't. I mean, I literally had a fifth fifth grade teacher tell me, if I don't get my life together, I'm going to be worth nothing more than McDonald's. I kid you not, that came out of that guy's mouth. I was, as a fifth grade, to a fifth grader. Oh, man. It was an uphill battle, but they're all lessons. You know, I don't hate him. I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you send him a picture every day because, like I said, I was I was just about to ask, like, can you be my role model? Because, like, (laughs) definitely, like, the way you're making it seem like my my struggle is that I always want the latest gear. I always (laughs) want the latest gear. Like, you I'm can like, keep that struggle because then I'll keep buying your um, secondhand gear. Yeah. That's really well for me. <laughs> sold. I'm sold already. See, that's an excuse. I got to tell everybody, oh, I need I need this lens. I need this. I have to buy this. Tiffany needs to update her lens. <laughs> <laughs> but dang, that sounds crazy, Tiffany. Like, you, you know, with your struggles. And, and I, I feel like when you speak of these, you know, now, of course, the teacher telling me that I was an amount to anything. I feel like that would be like more my mom than anybody else, but um, I I think I I feel I share some of that uh, some of those struggles as well, and yeah. I I feel like you know everything that you just said just hit home. I was like, man, she's I feel like she was like in my life or something. Like <laughs> now we we fit in this really neat messy category that's called artists, where we use the wrong side of our brain for the rest of society, right. and then we just have to figure <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> Man, you're telling me. You, I mean, but anyways, that's. I mean, I'm glad you told me the struggles because I feel like I'm glad I'm not the only one. And hopefully, people listen to this podcast either. Like they probably feel the same. You know, similar. And they're like, yeah, I went through that. Yeah, of course, I got you know laughed at a lot or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And now look, you can't tell me that you got eight customers on you. You doing contracts, making money. Yes, you working for the man. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, this is like no laughing matter, you know. Like this is like such a success, you know. But hey, that's what this podcast is all about. So that's awesome. (laughs) But so, would you consider? So now, let me ask you this: Would this be considered like one of your most triumph moments as a photographer, like in overall, or do you have a moment where you're just like, man, I nailed this wedding? Or I did this before, I just killed it. Like, what would you say your all-time high? So, of course, I've had ones previously, but I just recently topped it. I I don't even know what the previous, like, success was. Probably the last wedding I did. But 
I just recently topped it with that boudoir that I already just bragged about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. I was, I, like, just, so the first, the way it happened, the ones I did in the past was run by a pure romance um, consultant, and she used it to sell for lingerie and then would set up this big event. And it, you know, went the way it went, and me and the other photographer thought how we could do it a little bit differently or a little bit better. And okay. um last minute she dropped out something happened to her um something happened to her computer praying for you jill get back up on the horse you got this oh man jill <laughs> yeah jill so and it's funny we have the same computer so i'm like oh no mine's next <laughs> 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 i'm budgeting for the next computer right now oh but, man um, so she dropped out and what what actually had happened was one of the girls that i shot from one of the previous events that i did not create i was merely a vendor for reached out to me and said hey i got six girls we want to do a boudoir marathon again can you make it happen i was like <laughs> and i'm of course back to that self-esteem thing like i talk a big game now but it's still like a little voice in there so, <laughs> it's like do you know like, who you're talking to <laughs> it's like yeah girl you can take the photos but you think you're going to coordinate all this there's no way and your kids are definitely going to bother you when you get home you can't do it at work like when are you going to come up with this so i'm like arguing with myself somehow or other i slapped this thing together using the good old state street in down here in dover that guy works with me so well and if any other photographers in the area are looking for a good spot for boudoir this poor guy is this is his slow season and um you know covid has really messed up with the really little guys i mean the little oh, babies and being uh bread and breakfasts and he's Oof. got four very vintage very nice rooms the place is 110 really? years old it's beautiful. So, and he really works well with me. So he charged me the day rate or, well, yeah. the overnight rate for the room. I split that up amongst the girls. I'm sitting here mathing. That's my big my big fear right there. I'm mathing it out. Okay. Split that amongst <laughs> the girls. I need a manager who's going to direct girls to go here, there, after this, to keep up on times, um, you know, stuff like that. So I hired my sister. Okay. And gave her, I paid her as well. And then I hired uh, my hairdresser as the hairdresser, the hair and makeup artist. And so I completely coordinated this. This is not a photography win, but it is. It's a, it's more. Hey, I would count it. I definitely (laughs) would count that as a win. I coordinated this whole thing. Everybody got paid. I didn't lose. My other big thing is I'm very famous for, I think I like charged enough and then I ended up losing money in the long run. I didn't lose any money in the long run here. Everything went pretty smoothly i had a lunch break planned so that way if we went over we just didn't eat lunch which happened but that was fine (laughs) and then at the very last girl very last girl after a terrific you know terrific day like everything just went great my camera battery dies (sighs) prematurely oh no and don't you know that i didn't bring my spare even though i charged it the night before i just didn't happen to throw it in the bag Oh, jeez, and rice. I shot it with my iPhone 12. <laughs> what? I edited edited it with Lightroom Mobile. And I sent them to her. I said, well, lucky for you, you get these before everybody else because it's on my phone. But right, if right. you want the rest, I mean, you'll have some with the DSLR because it died in the middle of the shoot. Mm-hmm. So I said, if you want, you know, on me, I'll do a, a boudoir, I'll do a retake for you, no problem, because, you know. Oh, that's nice. My iPhone. 
And she was like, no, I love these. I, you know, I mean, she was totally, totally cool with it. And I, I felt silly, you know, after you have this big camera in your hand, you feel really, really silly taking professional photos with your camera or with your phone. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And a lot of people may think, you know, different with, I try to use my DSLR or my mirrorless for everything, but mm-hmm. I can't say that, you know, I'm, I'm starting to grow on me. At first, I was like, oh, I can't believe people are taking phones, you know, taking pictures of their phones. And it's just like, it was like a big pet peeve. I'm putting all this money on this camera. And then I'm seeing they're taking their pictures of their phones and stuff. And then Mm. now, like 2020 talking about here, like, it's, it's totally different now. Like, I just feel like, and I'm not saying that these phones, you know, like, are going to take over. I mean, they can. They probably will. will. They will eventually. I I'm know. trying to pretend that's not a reality, but I'm trying not to think that as well. But I mean, <laughs> honestly, some of these phones take amazing pictures. Yeah, and, and of course, to you and me, we can see that they're phone pictures, like right. you and I are looking at them. Right. But it was really for Beaudoir and for you know who I'm shooting for, like people who aren't photographers. It's all about the composition. And did I get the lighting right? Am I hitting the angles that, like, anybody with a phone wouldn't think to do? Like, I had to make sure I took it to the next level because I'm a photographer. Right, of course. It doesn't matter what's in my hand. It's going to be... You're going to make it happen. Yeah. Something that your, you know, 12-year-old sister couldn't just take a picture of. Mom's iPhone. You know? (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I mean, and that was actually one of my questions. Like, you know, do do you think, like, it's... It, there's a difference between professional photographer and any other like hobby photographers like and you just nailed it right there like i mean that that's an awesome you know statement awesome answer so i'll definitely use that you know and um i detest like even on my youtube videos like i, I was like oh man you're really gonna use your phone really like on this wedding but as a matter of fact i saw a lady and i i true story she used only her phone for the wedding. For video? She did not, no, for video, for photography, she used the whole entire event. She did not have a DSLR or a mirrorless, and people paid big money yeah. for her to shoot with her phone. I swear <laughs> to you, that's exactly. And I, I, was, I was like, I'm like, where's the photographer? And they're like, oh, she's right over there. And I'm like, who? I'm like, I don't see yeah. her. And I'm, yeah, right? I'm looking for a camera. And no, that's was, your mom, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my. I, was, I mean, again, I was speechless. I, I didn't want to say anything, but I wanted to see her work. I wanted to see what stood out. And, you know, she gave me her web page. And surely enough, she has done countless weddings with her phone. And I'm like, How? I mean, she's charging top dollar, and I'm like here over here trying to struggle just for for a couple bucks. Like, (laughs) yeah. No, and it's funny. Um, funny story. Like going back to that, like because I felt so like I felt kind of belittled with this little freaking iPhone to take this boudoir that this girl paid me good money to take with my DSLR. But I, uh, after a while of shooting weddings, like I said, I used to be so wrapped around my DSLR, my um. Nikon 3000, D3000, and it's this, it's actually really tiny, and I don't know, I'm sure they're, like, different. You used the D300S, that's why. 
Well, no, before I had that one. Oh, so okay, one. okay. The one Mark uses right now is so tiny, and especially with a little prime lens on it, it looks super dinky. <laughs> and then I would go to these weddings, and of course, every wedding, there's that one guy or one cousin that like really kind of wanted to be the photographer but didn't get hired. Right. But he bought his DSLR anyway. Ugh. And he's got this massive lens, and I've got this stupid little puny camera. And I started bringing my external, um, my external battery, just grew on the bottom of it, so it looks bigger. Because <laughs> 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 like, they paid me money, I better come in here with the biggest battery camera. Right, right. You gotta look the part. You gotta look the part. You know, like. But hey, appearances are deceiving too. So I mean. Uh-huh. And you, but at the end of the day, who they hired? You. They didn't hire their cousin, their uncle, you know, their their nephew. Like, and that's that's awesome. That's once again, that's another triumph moment in Tiffany Tisdale's um, (laughs) moments of photography. But moments of selfish. So I guess my my next question was: So you're you're not a full time photographer, or you are? Not yet. Well, see, I like that. See that mentality right there. It's like, look, I know I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. You know, just give me a little bit more time. By the time you know it, I'm. That's all I'm gonna do is just shoot every day from when I wake up till I go to sleep. Yeah, like I'll tell you, it's been forever. It's been a dream, right? It's been a dream of fun. I would say at this point, and I have no timeline, but um, at this point, it is no longer a dream. It's a goal. Man, those goals as well. Goals as well. I mean, I'm doing just stuff so I can afford more photography stuff. That's all it is. Pretty soon I'll have a studio. I'll have, you know, all the things that I would like as, you know, so that it would be a one-stop shop. Whether it's, you know, portraits, headshots, you know, the whole nine. Uh, Even infants. Like, I shot a baby uh, six months, two, three weeks ago, and... Again, I was like, it's not that I don't mind traveling to other places, but I kind of want to have, like, that spot set up, like, the props yeah. set up already. You know, that I just don't have to keep bringing my stuff, like, over and over. Like, you Oh, know. yeah. I know that pain. I was going to say, so, um, <laughs> but speaking about pain, so what is your worst moment in photography? Like, what would you think, like, man, this is the absolute nightmare, besides the one we already spoke about, unless <laughs> that's that your... No, and so this might sound familiar to you. It was, I had a family shoot last year uh, around this time. Okay. And it was friends of Mark, somebody who I don't know personally. So it's like, I kind of, you know, trying to put more of the professional, because I'm a very laid back kind of person. I wouldn't call it, I mean, I'm a professional, but like, right, right. I, I like to be, I like, you know, I'm just. Like you that. like people so, to warm up to you, you know, like, yeah. you kind of like, you know, you don't be like, oh, I'm strict business, business, business all the time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I like to show up like, hey, you're paying me and I'm taking your business seriously. So there's of like course. that balance. But I'm on the way and I can't remember right now what exactly happened. But for some odd reason, something happened to my camera. Either I didn't have, like, first off. I have tons of horror stories. If you're like feeling nervous about yourself as a photographer and you need somebody to tell you that they've screwed up every possible way, call me. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, not sidestepping from this one, there was one where me and Mark completely forgot the entire, like, all of our cards. And we had to, like, run to Walgreens and buy, like, six cards for this wedding. Oh, my and then gosh. And we almost late for the wedding, but somehow weren't. 
So. Wow. Yeah, that that's a horror happen. story. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> the big one is that my camera just stopped working, and luckily it was an hour away from my house, so I live in Dover. This was up in Banning Park, and yes. I happen to have a friend that lives somewhat close to Banning Park. Yeah, I know that friend. <laughs> and I called that friend, and I was like, hey, I need a DSLR. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> and I, I don't care. Set it up. I'll put it in manual and figure everything else out. Just make sure, like, the focus works. And I don't even care about anything else. And that friend was good old Louis Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a cut because I used his equipment, even though he didn't want me to. Give him hey. a cut. I did anyway. Hey, you know, and, uh, I, always, I always appreciate it. Let's say, let's say that. <laughs> I was mortified. I was like, how am I going to dig myself out of this hole that I just ended up in? And, uh, I was like, ding, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad because, see, you found a solution. And, again, it's that critical thinking right there, you know, outside the box. And mm-hmm. surely enough, you found it, you know, just like with the Walgreens. You know, you got six cards. You didn't care how much the price, but you got them. Uh, yeah, I lost money on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, as long as we survived it. Oh, man, the horror stories, though. <laughs> um, so, I guess... I mean, I think I have like one or two questions if that's all right with you. Yeah, totally. Um, as far as like, you know, who influenced you the most? Like, is there any other photographer that you consider like kind of an idol? Like, you're like, man, I ever since I saw this or ever since I started photography, I said to myself, like, man, I want to be like such and such. And, you know, it could be on social media. It could be like anybody because you love that style of photography. Like, you say, I would like to that make that like mine, but possibly a little bit with more of my tweaks in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I started off very high key, and I think it was just in, and I didn't have anybody like really that I was looking at. Um, I had kind of a mentor starting out. Not really, but um, I was kind of finding my own style. I'm a little stubborn, so I like to do my own thing. That's cool. Um, no, that's perfectly fine. But more recently... I have discovered, and you might be friends with them also on Facebook, I don't know, but um, Tina Blot, another Dover local. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the, I'm really, really starting to love those warm tones yes. that she and Samantha Jane use. Um, and the other one is Christine, I'm going to say her name wrong, I think it's Grash, because it's Grash Hopper Photography, which I just love puns. Um, but she's actually super young and she's just starting out and she had reached out to me for like advice and I'm like why are you reaching out to me have you seen your photos like I want to do your photos I do the same thing don't worry about that (laughs) I do exactly the same thing like what do you mean no you teach me (laughs) (laughs) so uh no she's she's very sweet she's very nice so I follow them all on Instagram and they like they keep the blood flow going. Like they keep me wanting to do new things and new ideas. So that's, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I'm glad you've, you found somebody to, you know, you know, to keep pursuing that goal. Like it's not just going to be like, well, all right, I'm kind of tired of photography. I'm kind of bored of this, you know, like, (laughs) and, and then it's just more fuel to that fire, you know? And that's, 
that's what I, I say every time. Like, I see all these social media, like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and it's, like, just bombarded with all these photographers because I can't stop following enough of them. There's, like, so many. Oh, yeah. And everybody has a different style. You know, it's never the same. Like, no matter how no. bad you think, it's like, oh, no, this is the same as this. No, it's never the same. No. So, I mean, I... I know exactly how you feel and and yes I can relate also with I have another photographer uh his name is uh Robert Silver Photography like Robert Silver he has okay. YouTube great photographer I mean I look up to his photography a lot like amazing he does a lot of like fashion does a lot he does a lot of like models and okay. I mean his lighting skills his his gear that he uses again amazing amazing stuff and I'm like man you shoot amazing stuff and he's like and then he'll turn it right back around and he'll be like what are you talking about man you shoot amazing stuff and i'm like oh <laughs> i get so excited <laughs> Yay. When, the best, when, the, when the one you look up to looks up to you it's like so confusing but also so awesome <laughs> yeah it is it's just like that awesome moment you're like you, you know you're gonna have a great day from that point on you know yeah but <laughs> just off each other. it's awesome <laughs> And I guess last question, Tiffany, because um, you've been a great sport. I mean, you've been nailing all these questions. It's like you already hired for the job and you were not even applying. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your free time, like what kind of pictures do you like to shoot if you have free time? Because I, I'm always constantly busy. But and which ones do you like to avoid? <laughs> which ones do I like to avoid? Yeah. What kind of pictures do you like to avoid? I'll think about that one, but, because uh, I, like, literally will shoot every, everything. I was actually, um, kind of side note off of the question, but I was, I've been kind of looking for a mentor to try to push this more full-time, and I happened to be talking to someone, and she was like, you know, you really got to nail down your style, and you got to, like, nail down what kind of photography you want to do. I'm like, no, 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 I shoot everything. <laughs> right, right. Don't. If you want to pay me to take a picture of your foot, I'll do it. Like, I don't make your foot look good. <laughs> but um, in my spare time, I like to take pictures of my kids, probably because they're the cutest, most accessible thing for me to photograph. If they, um, pay, if they like, sit still for one second, you know? like. <laughs> but I'm mom. I'll just, like, make it happen. I mean, the, <laughs> the tiny one, the 18-month-old, she's a wild card. I couldn't. Noah, I can get him to do whatever, and... As long as he gets to like see the picture, like you learn their their quirks and what makes it what makes it work. But, true, um, true. I uh, I do love taking pictures of my kids. If I'm out and about, I like to try to go back to my roots and get a little um, kind of nature photography. I'm not really good at like landscape so much, but I like to hone into like the fibers on a leaf and how it's bouncing the light off of it. Like those kind of things that catch my eye. I like to photograph. Yes. And, ever so fleeting spare time <laughs> and believe it or not like lately since i've been photographing like you know a lot of uh, uh a lot of people i've been more photographing like landscapes like you just mentioned and i'll just take a random tree and just make it some type of artistic way that just like that people can be like man this is a really nice you know photograph like it, you know it doesn't have to tell a story but it's just nice enough to people just like when you're scrolling you're like oh that's really nice let me give it a little like and just keep moving on yeah if and it could be like a good album cover or yeah top wallpaper you've succeeded have you ever like i don't know if as a kid but like used to when i was a kid and i would get out of like you know class uh i used to be like 
you listen to like relaxing like new age kind of like music whatever and i was really big into new age by the way because i don't know what is i guess it helped me focus okay and um and there's always like a pretty picture like there's always like a picture of a tree or a picture of yes. like some like dirt or like some forest <laughs> and i'm like i'm like i want to do that one day you know <laughs> yes I, uh, I wasn't so much into New Age. We might not discuss my uh, my uh, music tastes, but um, <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> but yeah, actually, it was um, like, of course, our generation was like big emo generation. Ah, okay. I was one of them kids. <laughs> um, so I was looking at like their album covers, and like a lot of my stuff was very heavily photoshopped ahead of time, which is kind of why I cut the cord with Photoshop because I was like, this is allowing me to take this way too far. <laughs> I would just put grungy stuff all over the place. You're just like splattering black and lime green all over everything. <laughs> the dark tones, huh? Yeah, I was getting into do like doing my makeup afterwards on the computer, and like I had brushes that would like simulate like fantastic eyeliner and stuff so, but oh, yeah oh, music and, and okay and, amy lee listen no 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 no, no. <laughs> it was Haley williams <laughs> and i think there was an avril stint i never went full amy lee she was just a little too dark for me but uh, i mean mad respect and all but it's funny because music and photography i think really do go hand in hand at least in, in my perspective right um, it, it does it does and I, uh, I even shoot my, my boudoirs to this day. I have an entire playlist because in my in my you know, theory, you're going there, you're half naked in front of somebody you don't even know that you maybe talk to over, you know, Facebook. And now you're supposed to just act sexy in front of them. So I'll put on, I mean, I have everything on there from like Rihanna's umbrella to like bang bang like <laughs> but like they start vibing it and feeling it and it's like you become it sets the mood though too. it sets yeah. the mood and, and once you set it man it's hard to get off yeah but <laughs> i mean i definitely i totally agree um and not with the boudoir because i still haven't shot it so i can't say anything about that but <laughs> one day you will one day one day <laughs> and when i do i'm gonna be blowing up your phone i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> i did it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they're really so fun but Tiffany like I said you've been amazing thank you so much for doing this for me like this is like really huge I definitely want to put this on the podcast ASAP so everybody else can listen to it yay um, I'm excited <laughs> well hey I mean and hopefully more users I mean more listeners out there could be like hey you know what i want to chime in i want to do a little interview like this you know i kind of like that or be like oh i just email you you know one of my horrific moments you know <laughs> yeah and if you run out of content i'm sure i got more stories and stuff. <laughs> hey i'll definitely give you i'll definitely give you a call <laughs> so no problem tiffany anything else you want to say to out there my listeners um as far as like you know something that you could advise them to help their with their struggles or anything that you want to and uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God, like, what am I going to come up with? <laughs> no, I think, I mean, the sum of it is, is like, and I mean, life happens fast. Capture it. And don't let somebody tell you that you can't. I was listening to, um, I'm really taking this right off of another podcast. After I found out that you do um, 
a photo podcast. I was like, oh, there's photo podcasts out there, which I don't know why that didn't occur to me in the first place. But <laughs> there was a girl, and she was like, I can't remember what podcast it was, because when I go on like a following spree, I follow everything, and I have no idea which one I picked. Likewise. But, uh, yeah. And she was like, yeah, no, like you did, like you can do it. You just do it. You just do it because you have to. And that stuck with me. And I was like, I'm gonna do this because I have to. Like, don't. <laughs> you have don't the gear. You have the gear. So why not? Yeah, I mean, I and I thought I didn't, but it's like, you know, you do. You have what you have in front of you. Take it and just enjoy what you're doing. Stop stressing so much. Like, it's gonna work out. Like, I know that doesn't sound like anything really concrete, but. As long as you have the drive and you're willing to learn from every single moment, live it and capture it. Hey, I think that's amazing words that I will definitely also take to heart as well. So, Tiffany, thank you so much. I, guys, if you guys don't know who she is, she's an amazing photographer. Lime Tree Photography. You can look her up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I, I didn't ask. Do you have Twitter? Uh, I do not. I have way too much ADD for Twitter. <laughs> so I don't bother with it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, at least you're still on social media, you know? I am. You can find me at Lime Tree Photo because I think somewhere like far, far away somebody has a similar name, but I don't know. <laughs> what's What's yeah. your website? Do you mind telling the podcast so that everybody can follow it just in case? Ooh, the website. So the main website is kind of under construction. Okay. Um, right now, I kind of use my share site. You can see what albums I have up there. Obviously, you can't download them without a special code, but I use Pixie Set, um, and it is Lime Tree, com. Okay. Definitely. Well, like I said, Tiffany, once again, thank you so much. Definitely putting this in the podcast ASAP so my listeners can listen. And thank you. If I have horror stories, I'm definitely calling you. We're having a second round. Yes. Oh, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you. All right. Take care now. Bye. Bye.